usually when we get carried away, it's not so serious. Uh, perhaps we're overcome by a bout of silliness, or we lose track of time in a conversation, or we might go a bit far as we rant about some pet topic. I don't know what that would be like myself personally, but I've heard that other people can get carried away like that. Well, getting carried away in the Bible was not a frivolous thing like that. Getting carried away in the Bible was extremely serious. In the older translations of the Bible, the phrase is used about 60 times to refer to the people being uprooted from the land and cast away from God's presence. So, for instance, in 2 Kings chapter 25, verse 21, it says that Judah was carried away from their land. As we saw yesterday, the kingdom splits after Solomon. Twenty northern kings later, Israel was carried away by the Assyrians. And twenty southern kings later, Judah was carried away by the Babylonians. It was an incredible wrench for the people of God. In the original Hebrew, the verb for carried away was more literally a verb that means being uncovered, being stripped bare, being exposed. The people felt naked and ashamed. Just as Adam and Eve had felt naked and ashamed and then got booted out of God's presence, so now the Israelites, through their disobedience, they are removed from the presence and favor of the Lord and put under a curse. It's in this period of exile that the people sing their lament that was made famous by Boney M. By the rivers of Babylon, we sat down. Yes, we wept when we remembered Zion. For 70 years, Judah is carried away. And then you can read about this in, uh, in the books like, I guess, uh, uh, Nehemiah and Ezra. In the 6th century BC, there was a kind of a return from exile. The people sort of come back to the geographical location. They rebuild the physical ruins of Jerusalem. They physically resettle. They physically rebuild the temple. But none of this was a real return. Uh, Matthew chapter 1, the first chapter of the New Testament, surveys the history of the Old Testament people from Abraham to the birth of Christ. And in chapter 1 verse 17, Matthew says, So all the generations from Abraham to David are 14 generations, and then from David until the carrying away are 14 generations, and from the carrying away into Babylon to Christ there are 14 generations. So do you hear the timeline? Matthew says it goes Abraham to David, David to the exile, the carrying away, the exile to Christ. What is it that ends exile? Christ does. But here's something surprising. How do you think Jesus should go about ending the exile? How does he bring his people home? This is fascinating. He carries his people home by himself being carried away. Mark chapter 15, verse 1, again in the Old King James translation, uh, it says, They bound Jesus and carried him away and delivered him to Pilate, this foreign governor. Jesus himself is carried away and handed over to a foreign ruler. What's happening to Jesus? He is exiled. On the cross, he is stripped, he is uncovered, he's laid bare. He's excommunicated. He's crucified outside the city. And there he endures the shame. He bears the curse. He suffers the estrangement. He pays for our sins. Jesus is carried away to a place of uncleanness and death. But then 
He rises up at the head of his people as the heir of the world. And now as our forerunner, he is truly at home. He is the Father's right hand. When he moves to earth with his Father, then the whole world will become our promised land. Then we will truly be at home. Are you feeling uprooted at the moment? Are you feeling uncovered, laid bare? Are you feeling dislocated? disconnected? Are you feeling far from home? If you belong to Jesus, He is the end of disconnection. He is the end of exile. And He has carried you to the Father's right hand. Through being carried away, He has carried you home.